It's the All 7 Days Podcast coming to you recorded live from the Hammett Point Studios in Lyman, South Carolina. I'm Stan Fields. That's Trevor Montgomery. And we're here to answer your questions. You can send them in. Ask at all7days.com, 864-660-9473. Join the All 7 Days Hangout on Facebook and subscribe at your favorite podcast place. We take questions, answer them from the perspective of a couple of church members just having spiritual conversations where the Bible gets to define truth and our minds and perspectives get to conform to that truth. How are you, Trevor? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just got a shower, so I feel good. (laughs) Squeaky clean. That's good. Squeaky Uh, clean. Somebody told me one time, anybody who's ever taken a shower has had a good idea. Something about taking a shower, you just kind of feel fresh. Feel good. Yeah, feels good. Feels fresh. Good. I wonder, yeah. So this this brings up a topic, right? I don't know if you've ever worked with anyone from one of those countries where showering is not that big a deal. I try to block those memories out. <laughs> <laughs> I have. And uh, you know, from I just don't you've heard the you've heard the term nose blind like if you have a dog right i have i have a dog in the house and pam will just sometimes say god rocky needs a bath and i'm like i don't i don't smell anything you you know you just get that you just get so used to it Mm -hmm. you know it's you don't and i'm wondering if they if they do that if that that culture just goes nose blind to it i would think you'd have have to man i I don't otherwise i I would think it would be an issue (laughs) i would think so too uh i I mean terrible topic to be talking about we should move on (laughs) (laughs) edit (laughs) edit no uh anyway anything anything good going on you're still frozen in and still frozen um so yesterday jameson and i got out it was cold still but it was sunny so it felt good and we went a couple houses over to a neighbor's house that has a hill off the back of their driveway. Yeah. And so we took the storage bins, we took the lids off of those, and we were riding them down the hill yesterday. <laughs> Little redneck skiing. Exactly. I mean, it's it. You know, where do you where do you buy a sled in Corinth, Mississippi? You just can't. You, you know, no. you just don't. They don't have. Yeah. Them. My parents asked if I had shoveled the driveway. I'm like, I don't have a snow shovel here. <laughs> Nor should you. I mean, this is just... no, I don't want to buy one. <laughs> oh. And if I did have one, I wouldn't go out and shovel. I'm like, I'll, I'll just stay home. <laughs> right. Just wait a week. It'll go away eventually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, um, so obviously recording, we're recording this episode very close to the previous one. This is episode 99, by the way. So the next episode we record will be episode 100. So if there's anything that our listeners want us to uh, revisit, uh, any, any favorite moments, please let us know what those are. Send them at ask at all seven days.com or leave us a voicemail 864-660-9473. You can send a text as well to that same number and uh, let us know what you would like us to talk about in our next 100th episode or if you just want us to shut up and not do this anymore you can say that too that's okay <laughs> i don't know that we'll listen to you but <laughs> no we wouldn't talk about that <laughs> all right we're uh, 
uh, getting back into the New City Catechism today, and uh, we're talking about we're talking about the Christ, talking about the Christ, the Christ, the Christ. Yes. So uh, let's take a quick break. This is the All Seven Days Podcast. Welcome back to the All Seven Days Podcast, where we uh, answer questions and we're looking at the New City Catechism. Question forty nine. We're going to do three today. And we should, we should probably slow down on these, but, uh, I think we can get, if we can, if we don't get to all of them, that's, that's fine. Uh, but, um, but question 49 is where is Christ now? The catechism answers that question. Christ rose bodily from the grave on the third day after his death and is seated at the right hand of the father, ruling his kingdom and interceding for us until he returns to judge and renew the whole world. Ephesians 1, 20 and 21 says, He raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. So, um, that kind of answers it, right? Where is, where is Jesus now? He's seated at the right hand of the father. Now, um, what does that mean? What does that mean? Seated at the right hand of the father, um, right hand, uh, is normally the, the side of strength, right? And when you see what he's doing from that answer and, and from the scripture that was given, what is he doing there? Um, uh, Trevor, what is he, uh, what is he doing for us? He's doing, uh, multiple things yes. as it says, uh, ruling the kingdom. So I guess that's ruling heaven and earth. Yep. Yep. Ruling and then everything that is, yeah. And then interceding for us, I, I guess he's like our lawyer, right? He's pleading our case for us. Exactly. He's, uh, he, he is, he's, uh, uh, when you, when you talk about intercessory prayer, that's, uh, praying for someone else, right? uh, bringing someone else's needs before the, before the father. And, uh, I think that's, that's important to note. Um, he's, he's doing that from a place of rule and power sitting next to God, the father. And that, if you think about that as a Christian, knowing he's doing that for us, um, who, who else would you want? praying for you besides jesus i, I mean it doesn't get better than that i know I mean. right all right how do he doesn't get better than that that's exactly right uh so he's doing that that's where he is and that's what he's doing and he's going to do it until he returns to judge and renew the world um so uh, he is coming back we don't know when and but what he's going to do he's going to judge and renew the world um, so what all that means, I don't know if we have time to get into all that today, but he is going to judge. And, uh, and I guess we are going to talk a little bit about it in the next question. Uh, the judgment part, uh, question 50, let's move on to there. What does Christ's resurrection mean for us? Okay. The catechism answer, Christ triumphed over sin and death by being physically resurrected so that all who trust in him are raised to new life in this world and to everlasting life in the world to come. 
just as we will one day be resurrected, so the world will one day be restored. But those who do not trust in Christ will be raised to everlasting death. First Thessalonians 4, 13 and 14 says, But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. So there we go. What does the resurrection mean for us? It means we are resurrected twice. Yes. Once currently we are raised to new life in this world. And we talked about that in baptism, right? we died to self buried with Christ raised to new life. And we are raised to everlasting life in the world to come. So even if we, if we die physically here, we will be raised again to new life um, in, in heaven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the, um, so that first line of Thessalonians, it says about those who are asleep. Is that basically the people that are non-believers? No, that means the people who are dead. Okay. Dead. Those who have already died. Asleep here is, uh, um, is, a, is a nice way to say they gone. They gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and that's why he's talking about it. So you don't grieve as others who have no hope. Uh, since, since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so though through Jesus, God will bring with him, those who have fallen asleep. So this is, this is talking about, uh, believers who have, uh, passed on from, from life to death. Uh, God, it's, it's the promise that God's going to raise them again. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, the, the last part of the, this answer, um, is the is the judgment part uh yes. and i thought it was phrased interestingly those who do not trust in christ will be raised to everlasting death yeah that humanly speaking is an oxymoron everlasting death <laughs> um because death is it seems final right correct uh but uh, according to the catechism, it will last forever. Now, what does that mean? It, those who do not trust in Christ will die forever. Um, there's no way of coming back to be correct. To make it to heaven. That's right. So, um, once you, once you've passed, once you've died, uh, if you are not in Christ, it is over. There's no chance of redemption at that point. You have, you have rejected Christ and what he's done for us in his death, burial, and resurrection to pay for our sins. And uh, everlasting death is your eternal punishment in hell. Question. Yes. Or it could be a statement. I don't know. So I've heard of different, um, I guess, forms of Christianity, mm -hmm. not sure specifics, but I, um, I've heard, I don't know if it's true or not that people can 
do deeds here on earth or pay a certain amount of money to help those that have died that maybe aren't in heaven, but we're going to work our way and pay off their debts so they can get in. Is that something that uh, is true? No, it is. It is true. I I don't believe that. Right. It is true that they, that this is a Catholic belief, right? This is the Catholic church. Um, it, and it's called, um, I think it's called indulgences that where you can purchase, right. Pay money into the coffers of the Catholic church so that other people's sins can be forgiven or your own. You can, you can pay money to the Catholic church and they will give you a certificate of indulgence, meaning <laughs> that your that sin that you have or will commit is already paid for. Now that just smacks into the teaching of the Bible that says the only way we're saved is through faith by grace alone. We can't earn, we can't buy, we can't purchase forgiveness. It's bribing God. And I can't think of anything more serious than us trying to earn our salvation. And that's, that's what it, it, it's a works righteousness thing. And we know that all of our works are filthy rags before God. And if we're trying to do things to earn our salvation or try to get someone else out of Hades or purgatory or whatever, that is, uh, it's just, it's just not biblical. It's, it's, um, it just, no, you can't do it. Can't do it. It's, it's heretical heresy. And we've talked, we've talked about that before in the past. We have, yeah, yeah there's a, there's a great podcast and, out there. And we've talked about this a little bit. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a really good podcast out there. So Mark, this was the big, or yes, I go ahead. Yeah, this was the big contention with Martin Luther, right? Um, when he nailed his 95 thesis to the wall, he was wanting to have that conversation with the Catholic Church about indulgences and, and all this sort of stuff. He just didn't see it in scriptures as he read it. And he was right. Um, so, um, so there's a great podcast out there called Luther in Real Time. So this this was 500 years ago that Luther Luther went through everything he went through was excommunicated from the Catholic church. Uh, and, uh, if you, if you go subscribe to that, what it does is it walks through in real time, uh, the events that Luther went through and there's, it just, it just explains things so well. I highly recommend it. It's by Ligonier Ministries. Uh, Barry Cooper narrates it, and it's kind of a dramatization of of Luther and and all he went through. Um, super, super well put together, um, well, well done. And uh, uh, so, uh, each one of those episodes dropped 500 years to the day after it happened. So there's there's a pretty good library, and they're still coming out, but they they dropped the day of this certain thing happening 500 years ago. So that's it's not a um, it's not a smooth, you know, release schedule, right? Um, but most of them are already, already out and it's, it's really good. So, uh, it explains how Luther 
went through, found out what he found out, what he went through dealing with his own sin, trying to work it off, trying to pay for it and knowing in his heart, in his conscience that it just wasn't enough. It, he just always felt dirty, always felt sinful and, uh, and came to the conclusion that, you know, it is by faith alone through grace alone that, that we're saved. And we can't, we just can't, we just can't earn it. We can't work it off. We can't pay for it. Christ did that. It, it, when you, when you say that I have to pay for this sin, or I'm going to pay money for this sin, or I'm going to try to work really hard to make up for that sin. What you're saying is, is the Christ his death on the cross and all he went through was insufficient to pay for your sin. Right. He did part of it. You've got to do the rest. And that's just, that's just ridiculous when you read the scriptures and know that it, when Jesus right. said, it is finished, that debt is paid in full. Right. So. So I'm kind of curious how, how the Catholic church like, where's the, line by line item price for each thing you know like what <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know how does that make sense it doesn't it, it it just i just don't i don't know i don't know i don't know where they got it i don't know how they came up with that um it's just it's craziness it's craziness uh, mm. yeah so, sounds like a scam to me yeah pretty scammy pretty scammy, scammy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, any other questions, comments on that one before we move on? To uh, I have a question about question 49, but we can come back. Oh, to no, that no, after go ahead. Go ahead. Let's one. do it. Let's do it. What's, what's your question about 49? <clears throat> it's, it's a random question. So we always hear that uh, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God. Mm -hmm. What's on the, who's sitting on the left side? Is there anybody? Is oh, there? Any? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I've never thought about that. I don't know that there is anybody sitting over there. I, I don't know of, of any scriptures that talk about that. Um, there are some pretty descriptive scenes of the throne room and what's going on in there and the cherubim singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. And, and um, uh, in revelation, it talks about martyrs being under, uh, under the throne waiting for their uh, waiting for their, uh, I want to say revenge, but, um, I don't know if that's the right word, but when, when Christ comes back to make it, make all things right, uh, and get their, get their, uh, get their crowns and their reward for, for doing, for dying for the gospel. Um, and of course, you know, who knows what else is, is out there. And, uh, I'm sure it's well beyond our imagination or what we can think of in our mind, but, uh, but that's a good question. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I've ever heard of anything about who's on the left side or if anything's on the left side and it, it, it may be just a figure of, of speech and that Jesus is right power, you know? So, uh, you know, I just picture, you know, we have these, these images of Kings, you know, with the big throne yep. and usually the queen sits somewhat close. Right. Yep. Um, I just picture like a big throne with God on it and Jesus to the right. And then there's like a chair and I'm like, who's there? <laughs> I'm curious, I'm curious. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good. We'll have to ask Bradley that question. See if he knows. I don't, I don't know of anything. All right. Anything else before we go to question 51? No. All right. That was it. <laughs>
Question 51, uh, and this is a great question, of what advantage to us is Christ's ascension? So in other words, uh, what good does it do for us to Christ to have left the planet and going, going back to heaven? And the answer from New City Catechism is Christ physically ascended on our behalf, just as he came down to earth physically on our account. And he is now advocating for us in the presence of his father, preparing a place for us and also sends us his spirit. So three, three things there that he does for us uh, to our advantage. Romans eight thirty four says, who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. So the three things he does for us, uh, he's advocating for us. And we talked about that before in the previous question. He's interceding for us. He's, he's uh, talking to the Father on our behalf um, and praying for us, right? Um, and we talked about that in the presence. And he's preparing a place for us. He said, if I go away, I prepare a place for you. Uh, if it were not so, I would not have told you this. So he's getting, he's getting heaven ready for us to be there. Right. And he's also, uh, so that's for our future, right? He's, he's getting ready for our future with him in heaven. And he's currently sending us the Holy spirit to be a helper and advocate for us as well. Right. And we talked about that in a previous episode too, when we talked about the Holy spirit. We've talked a lot of about a lot of stuff. We have, we have, <laughs> we've, we've gone through fifty-one questions now in the UCD catechism. There's not that many left, um, but uh, but it's been good. Um, I've enjoyed it. Um, any any comments, questions about fifty-one? Uh, just a silly question, you know, kind of like the left left seat of God. Um, it's not a silly question. I like that question. <laughs> like. What do you what do you imagine the place is that Jesus is preparing for you? Like what comes to mind when oh, man, you hear you know, this, that line? That's a that's a great question. I, you know, there's there's lots of there's lots of talk. I mean, I know there will be um, there will be a great deal of worship going on, and rightfully so, right? Um, there's there's also talk about you know, we, we will be there to reign with him. It says that we will reign with Christ in heaven. What does that mean? I'm not really sure. Will we have a portion of earth that we're in, you know, in charge of, or do we, are we like ruling of, you know, like a, like a governor or something like that? I don't know. Are we, is there some other place in the universe that, you know, go, go check out this galaxy and, you know, that'd be cool. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, there, there's, you know, what does heaven look like? You know, streets of gold, uh, right. mansions. I don't know. You know, you hear all these things as a kid and, and, uh, you hear, uh, you kind of get glimpses into it. I, all I know is that whatever we think it might be, it's going to be better than that. Right. Um, you know, and I think the overwhelming thing that, of course, we have to talk about is is that God is there, and that's, I mean, what just being in His presence is better than the place, right? That right. that's what makes the place great. 
that's what makes the place worthy of, a, of, of wanting to be there uh, because he's there. Now, at the same time, that feels somewhat terrifying, right? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> because, you know, he's got all the power. And if he stops thinking about us, we are no more. So right. I've, uh, I've had talks with people and something that they think about that kind of, I guess, gives them anxiety or something they worry about is um, we're so used to a set time here on earth, mm -hmm. you know, a day is the day, 24 hours and the whole concept of eternity. Right. Breaks people out. Yeah. Yeah. And, but my thought is since we're going to be there, I don't think a day in heaven is going to be like a day on earth. I don't think yeah, time's well, going to be relative. No, it, it's not. And it, and it talks about there, you know, that there is no day or night christ is the day and it's and it lasts forever there is no night there um so you know you're right time won't time won't be the same um i don't think uh i guess it could be i don't know i don't know we're not i don't think we're gonna have <laughs> clocks it's not gonna matter it's not like we have <laughs> i gotta go to work i know you know we're not gonna i don't think we're have we're not gonna have to sleep i don't think um we are gonna eat uh, there is a, there is a, uh, there is a meal. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be big and fat. <laughs> uh, no, I don't, you know, it's, 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 that's fun to think about, about all the, all the perks of heaven and, and how we, how we will enjoy it. Um, but again, the biggest, the biggest perk is, is that God is there. And, uh, right. we'll get to, we'll get to see him and, uh, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll have a big, long, big, long worship service and we won't get tired of it. Um, you know, I, I think uh, our, our concepts of, of time and, you know, link that length of time, whatever that, whatever that comes out to be, um, our bodies will be so different and so perfect that, you know, the, the issue of being bored or being tired or gosh, I've been sitting on this cloud a long time playing this harp for 60 billion years. And I'd like to try something else. I don't, that's, it's not going to be like that. You know, it's not going to be a never ending church service. Like we sit on pews and, you know, hear somebody preach and sing a few songs and then do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's not going to be like that. Um, uh, I think it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be full of joy. It's going to be full of, of yeah. and, and we're going to, we're going to enjoy it. Let's go. Yeah. I think you're right. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Anything else? Uh, no. All right. We'll wrap it up there. I, mean, I, I might have one question. Okay. Hit it. Let's do it. And we might have talked about this and I just forget. But when Christ died, yes, he rose on the third day. What is significant about the third day? Why was it three days? You know, um, that's that's a great question. And uh, we'll get we'll get Bradley on this one as well. But um, I think in my mind. If somebody's dead three days, you know, they're really dead. 
there's no questioning were they were they really dead you know that's that's one of the things that a lot of a lot of uh skeptics have well, well jesus didn't really die on the cross he was just you know hurt really bad and he wasn't really dead that's why the people saw him walking around a few days later now he was he was in the grave three days it doesn't happen unless you're really dead right uh, right. I think that's, I think that's one thing I know there were, I know there were, um, you know, there were like foreshadows of him being in the grave for three days. I think Jonah in the belly of the whale for three days was kind of a foreshadow of that. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, I'm not sure why exactly there, it was three days, but, um, in my mind, that was kind of the, you know, Okay. I, was just I think, I think uh, when Jesus rose, when Jesus raised uh, Lazarus from the dead, I think he had been in his tomb for three days, right? Um, mm. I think that's right because they said, uh, "Lord, now he surely stinketh." When they told him to roll <laughs> the stone back, you know, I said, "Are you sure you want to do that?" Because he, you know, he's pretty ripe in there by now. So, <laughs> yeah. I, Lord, he stinketh. <laughs> Lord, stinketh. He, he is European. <laughs> Sorry. You know, it's funny. We started off the podcast talking about <laughs> odor, and we're ending it on. Good job. I like how you circled uh, back uh, around. Uh, that was unintended, but we did it, didn't we? <laughs> we better, we better shut up. We better wrap this thing up and get out of here. Oh, thanks, Trevor. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for our listeners today for listening. Uh, remember, get your questions and comments. They are welcome at ask at all seven days.com, 864-660-9473. Join the all seven days hanging on Facebook. Let others know about the podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes. Let us know how we can be better at this. Give us some clues as to what you'd like to hear for our 100th episode and leave us a review for the podcast. Let us know how we're doing. This is the All 7 Days Podcast, where the goal is to make you think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. Now go give someone what you value most today. Mm-hmm.